genre. Welcome to the Jane's Island Bob Minute. We're covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 71, quite possibly the greatest realization minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And we are the regular hosts of Jane's Island Bob Minute. We're back. We're back. We're it's back. Just, uh, I had to come in here. There's some riffraff in here earlier this week, and I came in, and there's, there's porno mags and cigarette butts all over the place, but we, we tidied up a little bit, and we're ready to go again. <laughs> Uh, apropos, I don't of, even know how he got yeah, in. I don't there. know how he the, got in there. The lock was broken. I think he slithered under the door like that guy in X Files. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the problem is if you say movies by minutes three times, uh, either him or listener Jeff shows up. <laughs> or just some random host. <laughs> <laughs> if you say movies by minutes three times, a random host shows up at your house. <laughs> and hope it's one of the good ones. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know who you are if you're not. Yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> All right, Chris, let's get this minute going. Ah, <sighs> uh, wow, what? Uh-oh, we got drunk Jeff. <laughs> We're going to have drunk Jeff this week. It has been a day. It has been a day. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so this minute we're actually going to get to see something we don't see in every Kevin Smith movie. Ben Affleck's going to be acting. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. This minute starts, everybody's happy-go-lucky talking about pilgrimages, and this minute ends with Aflac um, looking like he's finding out that his mother's been murdered, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and we see an extra at one point, too, oh, I think we weird. see, Yeah, we see one extra. All right, well, we're, this one we're going to have, yeah. we'll go through, like, um, I'm just going to say chronologically, but it's only a minute long. <laughs> yeah. We'll go through it like we actually uh, are talking about a minute instead of sometimes. Oh, we'll don't worry. We'll wander off a little bit, too. Nothing. Yeah, so she, the minute starts, and it's just like it was last week. We got drunken Linda Fiorentino. She's just having a blast. And she had told him last minute that uh, they were going on a pilgrimage, which was already an odd terminology to use. Not, we're going on a trip. We're going to see somebody. You know, whatever. We're going to Disneyland. Or even we're going to New Jersey. We're going on a pilgrimage. Like that. That means something. That's even got a slight religious tint to it already. It seemed to spark his his uh, his want to know what's going on too. He was like, "What kind of pilgrimage?" Well, are you I mean, at that one, I would say he's like level one interest. I think that I think honestly, the word kind of piqued him a little bit. Like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, like because you could do yeah. a pilgrimage to somewhere else. You could be doing a pilgrimage to go see Quick Stop. Right. Anything you go as. You know, something like that you're going to see. Like, oh, it's my life's ambition to see whatever. The largest ball of twine in Minnesota. And you take a <laughs> pilgrimage there. It, it's an odd turn of yeah. phrase, though, for, especially for what they yeah. think they're doing. But I'm, I'm trying to see. Like, he turns. Like, I, this is the best realization minute. He does have realization. It's not after this. Because at the, he's still joking at the beginning. He's like, try me. You know, just like, like what what are you up to? And he's still, like, kind of joking. I would say if he had a penis, he'd be flirting. <laughs> And then she says, we're going to a church in New Jersey. Yeah. And he gives like a, really? Uh, I'm trying to equate this to something. If you're saying like, um, maybe your friend's saying that he's dating somebody. And he's like, oh yeah, her name is, um, you know, like, whatever, Sally. And like, you, and like, that's like your sister's name. And you're like, really? Like, you're like 50%? Like, oh shit, like, it's not her, is it? <laughs> Yeah, this sounds familiar. I hope you're not doing the same thing I'm yeah. doing. Like, it's it's almost too close for comfort. But, like, at this point, hey, it's possible. Maybe they're just going to a church. They could, honestly, at this point, they could be going there for the exact same reason they are. 
but not be chasing the angels. They could be like, oh, yeah, they're, somebody's doing this plenary indulgence thing, and that's why we're going there. Right. So, like, that is still possible. There is the chance that this is not as bad as he thinks. Uh, so we get a cut to Chris Rock. We had seen him wake up uh, earlier uh, this week. He woke up to the, the sounds of saying poopy trim. <laughs> Another Kevin Smithism. Right. Uh, he explains it a little bit in the in the commentary. But uh, the problem is when you, you take forever to do a movies by minutes, when you watch the commentary at the beginning, it starts to fade. <laughs> it definitely does. This is unusual for Kevin, though, because he even... cut away from the scene to show us Chris Rock coming. He gave us coverage. <laughs> is that where he cuts well, away? He cuts away to Chris oh, Rock. Yeah. Um, well, it's two things. It's serving two purposes. One, it breaks us away after Affleck says, really, and gives us a second to think about it. It also shows us that Chris Rock is awake because Chris Rock is the only one on this train that has the whole story. He's going to recognize him. <laughs> right. And isn't he going to recognize them, too? Yeah, he's going to recognize them, and they're going to recognize him. So, Yeah. <laughs> you need to know he's on the way. You know, it's the Alfred Hitchcock thing. We got to know it's suspenseful because we know he's coming. If he just walked into the room, that's a shock. But we know he's on his way. Right. And he's slowly coming through. And, and then shit gets real because she says, I have to stop a couple of angels from going into the church. And you say what you will about Ben Affleck, but it is all on his face. Yeah, it, it looks good. He does a good job. Like he it is. Really his, it stops right there. His yeah. face just falls. He looks like somebody. You know, you're sitting in front of a cop, and you think nothing's wrong, and they start talking about that body that's in your trunk. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, damn it. I never. Th- and you could tell he never expected yeah. it either. It's like, shit. Yeah, at one point, his lips even come together. Like, he, he kind of almost wants to say something, like I, uh, uh, right. and, just, and he doesn't do it. Then he's, like, staring blankly towards the window, yeah. and he's looking back at yeah. her again. Like the whole time she's just laughing. Yeah, she's laughing. Too. Like it's and a he, big joke. It's, he's like trying to figure out what his move is here. Yeah. He's like, Do I do I confront her? Do I run? Like, do I yell for Loki? <laughs> right. Yeah, meanwhile she's, she's just, she has no she's idea. She's just shit faced yeah. telling this story. <laughs> Hammered and giggling her asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're telling the story of how someone left their baby in their trunk for thirty days and you're telling it to Casey right. Anthony. <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh I'm sorry too soon <laughs> <laughs> too soon too soon on that one yeah <laughs> yeah so this is one of those conversations where the people are on two totally different planes she is just she's also she's pissed drunk finally yeah. she is just having right. a blast with this story <laughs> she's finally explaining to the audience too exactly what is going on like you've really you know but it's told in such a way where now she just put it all together yeah, for like you. I was told to go get these angels now he could play it cool if he realized she doesn't know anything oh he could have walked off as long as uh, Chris Rock doesn't say yeah he'd be like oh gotta go yeah. Me and my lover got to go back to our room. We got to go and just grab Loki and drag him out. <laughs> We're just going to lock the door. Yeah. 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 And she even starts to explain the part about if God's infallible, you can't prove her wrong. But again, I this is one of those things where like Jason Lee had stepped in earlier and stopped them from uncasing their wings, therefore getting caught. Right. Here, the actions that are going to happen over the next couple of minutes, including Chris Rock coming in, all that stuff, is going to stop them from being able to have any kind of conversation here to say like, like, you're not going to be forgiven. Right. Like, if you go right. in, existence will end. You will end. We'll all end. And I think this early in the proceedings, before he's, you know, snapped and went over to Falls, you might be able to talk yeah. him down at this point. 
He seems like the more sensible one. That's why it's such an odd change towards the end of yeah, this movie. Yeah, but I think even now, if you could somehow keep this, keep from what's going to happen from happening, if you could have somehow kept this cool. I don't know how, though, because he goes hot real fast. Like, yeah, he does. Well, the problem is he's now, he's keyed up because Azrael has told them they're coming to kill you. Yeah, and then and oh, he, he thinks he yeah. just found the ones yeah. who are. Oh, you just killed. so happen to stumble across them? Like that doesn't make any sense. Right. <laughs> I mean, it really doesn't because you're just like, a... uh, yeah, that's very convenient. Right, and I, I and now we're proving that uh, there's other people on this train because I didn't think there's anybody else on this train. <laughs> yeah, we see one random blonde girl. Yeah, who walks? Of course, Chris Rock turns around. And checks <laughs> yeah, her walks out. past Chris Rock like he don't exist <laughs> because he's dressed like a bum. <laughs> Yeah, he's dressed like a homeless person. He looks like like he's a mess. But he does turn yeah, around gives, and check He her gives out. her the woo. <laughs> All right. And now, as I said that he had a realization, I did something stupid. I tried to look up the best realization moments in movies. Now. Oh, good luck. I don't know how this is going to work out. <laughs> um, my definition, I tried to think about this before I looked it up. I'm trying to think of a, an example from another movie. So to me, a realization moment that you would, most often see is a lot of times when a good guy realizes who the bad guy is or the bad guy realizes who the good guy is an example would be like the original spider-man when they're sitting there eating at that thanksgiving and green goblin sees the blood on him realizes he's spider-man right like that kind of stuff and then starts bad mouthing uh mary jane right well no that's 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 different time different time different time no that he just leaves he's like i gotta go and he just gets up and leaves because he realizes who he is okay but yeah, anytime somebody like that's a realization. So I don't know how good this will be. It's on Collider, so it's at least a site I heard of. All right, so the first one is Chinatown. Yeah, you're gonna go through movies I've never heard of in my Listen, life. I'm not gonna give you the pass on Chinatown. Like I'll give you the pass in as much as it's now 50 years old. But like Chinatown's a really fucking famous movie. <laughs> it's not like some movie from 1926 that's like, <laughs> bow, 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 bow. like, no, this is. No, but see, those ones sometimes I'll recognize. I don't know what Chinatown is. This has got Jack Nicholson in it. You know, this is. Um, oh, really? I, I, it, and she's my sister and my daughter. Like, I'll just say that. Anybody that knows it knows it. It's a, it's a crazy reveal in the movie. Oh, here we go. Okay. Here, the fucking shit hits the fan already. The Godfather Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> What's the realization in that? Um, he realizes that Fredo is the traitor. Oh, okay. Oh, so, well, that's a good in, realization. In, a, moment, in an amazing, yeah, yeah, in an amazing convergence of uh, podcasts, the Godfather podcast uh, with the Robinson Boys on it is at about this point. They're like probably oh really at this recording probably I don't know they might just be they're right there they're in Cuba and the last one I listened to was probably an episode or two ago they were he had just met with Hyman Roth so he's just about to find out. I believe the we way that he finds work. out is he just, yeah, he he finds out because he says something along the lines of, he says he doesn't know the guy Johnny Ola, and then later on, Fredo says, oh, yeah, me and Johnny Ola hang out here all the time. He Ooh. realizes that he's lying, he knows these guys, he's the mole, he's the traitor. Right. And then it's just like a shit show after that. But it's a, it's a scene like kind of like this, where, like, it, yeah, I, listen, I, I got with the Robinson boys earlier this year, and I was like, how can we make this happen? How can we dovetail so perfectly with your thing? <laughs> I was actually going to have them host on Monday to, you know, just for some real synergy. But uh, unfortunately, Sean German's check cashed. So that was that. <laughs> he got the first dibs. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's the end of that. Got to get some money somewhere on this place. All right. Oh, well. 
This one's so fucking obvious. I can't believe we didn't think of it. Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. Is that a real <laughs> episode? That, five? See, like I, yeah, I might I call bullshit so. on this one. That's not a realization. He tells him. <laughs> He's like he doesn't realize that Darth Vader is his father. Well, after he tells him, then he real. After he tells him, then he realizes. <laughs> like that's not a realization. Like if somebody says I'm your father, and then you're like, oh, you're my father. That's not a realization. He fucking told you. You know what? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going to say negative to that one. Uh, here's a better one. The Usual Suspects. Um, the realization at the end of the movie. Oh, spoiler alert for all these movies, by the way. I mean, honestly, you should know anytime I bring anything up, I'm going to spoil it. Yeah, yeah. I really only give the only true spoiler alerts are like stuff from like the last year or so. It's the very end when he realizes that Verbal the whole time has been the mastermind. Whoops. Oh, Turns yeah, out yeah. that uh, Kevin Spacey was a piece of shit. <laughs> Who would have known? <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those movies that's like you can watch that movie and just like behold how great the movie is and just realize that both the director and one of the stars are just sacks of shit. So, like, your your best bet is if you already own it, you can watch it or, you know, steal it from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, don't pay so nobody gets it. paid. Um, oh, God. Right into more Kevin Spacey. Seven. Oh, wow. The realization yeah, of what's weird. in the box. Yeah, I remember that movie. Uh, the Sixth Sense. Like, some, yeah, that, see, that's a realization. Him realizing that, oh, shit, I'm dead. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert, because if you didn't see that movie and you just heard that, then don't even bother watching it, because that's the whole movie. Um, this one is The Bourne Supremacy. Uh, my problem with that is I can't tell any of the three Bourne movies apart. I know it's not... Th- <laughs> you want to know my problem, know, what it is? I, I never saw any I know the first that's one is The Bourne Identity. Okay. There's a Bourne Supremacy and a Bourne something else. Bourne Ultimatum? I don't know. The Bourne Again? <laughs> the Michael Bourne? Who the fuck knows? Um, Arrival? Um, that's one of those movies that makes you think, which is why Chris probably hasn't seen it. I definitely have not seen that. <laughs> I wouldn't even bother giving that one away because it's like it's it's a very it's a good movie. It really is. It's a very good movie. But this is not a movie you can be texting on your phone, Doran, because you right, will not okay. know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> you, well, that's that's probably never going to see it then because that's what I do during movies now. Hmm. It's just text on my phone. Um, Knives Out. Watch TikTok. Yeah. Knives <laughs> Out, I just watched recently. Yeah. It's a, I don't know that that's a realization either. Is it a realization if it's... I mean, I guess they realize what he did. They realize what the old man did. Right. He sang Edelweiss. That's what they... Edelweiss. <laughs> um, the Batman. Um, I'm not even going to read it because I haven't seen it. And is that it? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That's it. I haven't seen it either. <laughs> the, real, the realization is that me and Chris haven't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so the, oh, there was only listen we didn't even get that angry at that list the list made sense there was only one that I thought was bullshit on the list <laughs> yeah there was no reason for me to get angry it was just like well I mean what other? I can't think of any other realization the problem is usually when we that, now, I don't know if it's because it's a slightly you know a more legit site usually when we read these top 10 lists there's always one that's ridiculous yeah, there's yeah. two there's usually two types of lists the ones that have like just ass nine ones on there where you're like what that's not a realization <laughs> or the ones that are yeah. like so far up their own ass are like, um, do you remember the realization from the 1906 French film La Pite et <laughs> Like, what? They were like, no, yes. No, I well, I've never actually that. seen the movie. It's considered a lost film, but I read the synopsis of it. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like, I realize that older movies can be good, but like, they weren't all good. Right. It's like when people look back at old movies. It's, it's just like anything. Man, the movies in the 60s and 70s, they were so much better than the movies today. No, they weren't. 
No, they weren't. <laughs> the re- and even if that's your opinion, not everyone. No, no. Was. Sorry. Here's it's why not, you think that. Like you weren't around, or you don't remember everything. You know what you remember? The yeah. 20 movies from the 60s you've seen, which are probably the 20 best yeah. movies. The best movies, yeah. right? Exactly. The ones that stayed around because they were the best. Oh, man. The Westerns used to be so good. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. There was 5% of them were excellent. 20% were good, and the rest were garbage. I've, so, you I've know seen those DVDs yeah. in, in Walmart that have 300 Westerns on there. I've seen that. Like, so when when people bitch today about, like, whatever, say it's like, um, like all the superhero movies, are they all great? No. Are there some that are hot garbage? Of course. Those are the ones that won't go <laughs> yeah. on. Like, nobody's going to be talking right. about fucking Thor the Dark World 20 years from now, but they might be talking about the original Iron Man. Like, yeah. they might be talking about Endgame. I don't know. I like I like Dark World. It was all right. This fucking guy <laughs> can't get him to like <laughs> top flight media. I got him over here. Oh, Dark Actually, World wasn't bad. I honestly don't even remember that one. <laughs> um, I do remember that they went. Uh, that was one of the places they went in Endgame. Which, whenever Marvel does shit like that, whenever they like talk about their really shitty properties, I always think they're like, "Fuck you." We can talk about anything. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do whatever we want. Yeah. <laughs> like, look at this. <laughs> it's still canon. Yeah. Screw you. Hey, how about we uh, we do a, this steaming pile of shit, and you still pay for it? And you're like, <laughs> okay. All right, you got me again. Not next time, though. Yeah. <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are at the point at the end here where Bartleby realizes something is wrong. So I'm sure he'll handle it like an adult, like a, like a 2,000-year-old, 4,000-year-old angel would. And calmly talk yeah, about this. It's gonna be fine. It, I am, I'm assuming that's what's going to happen Friday. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. All right. Uh, why don't you do something <laughs> useful and uh, do the plugs? Uh, we are the Jay and Simon Bob Minute. We're on DuelingGenre.com. Uh, check out all the ones we've already done. Clerks, Mall Rats, Chasing Amy. And now we're working our way through Dogma. You save yourself the trouble. Don't listen to episode 70. It's not us. It's not, you know, it's not that good. Listen, Sean German did us a huge solid and did that minute. <laughs> he really did. He really did. I, we just got to break his balls. But we've listened to it, and he's broken our balls through the whole thing. Yeah, well, so. Listen, I specifically was like, please, give us all we can, all we can take. We deserve it. <laughs> we do deserve it. <laughs> uh, but not from you, Jeff Hamill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got anything else, yeah. Jeff? Edelweiss, Edelweiss, every morning you greet me. Who's at the I'm not finding that song. You're getting Run DMC at the end of this one. <laughs> Is it Run DMC singing Edelweiss? I wish. <laughs>